Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and I'll be your guide for the next two hours of the program. Hey, before we get started, though, let me go around the room. Let me introduce my fellow patriots that are joining me here in the room today. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop. Birthdays. Good to be back. Good to be back. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us today. I know. Uh, you know what? Let me bring a. Let me bring in our other brother yep. in the room here, F- so we finish can, your task. We, we can. We can do this. Then we'll, then we'll get into the conversations. Uh, on my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Uh, and th- thank you for being here, for everybody listening to us today. Kevin, last week, you weren't with us. And uh, for like the first hour, we, we, we couldn't find you. And we're like, oh, my goodness. Oh, where, where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? You had a client. I did. You had a client. He got called out. This is, uh, is this the norm with attorneys? Well, I don't get the impression it's the norm with the attorneys, but I had something come up. We actually had the hearing today uh, on... A a father and husband Same who, guy. who is incarcerated, okay. who wants to get divorced, so he had his mom file a petition for dissolution of marriage on his behalf. Is he a homeschool guy? No. No? no. no. Okay. <laughs> he, um, no offense to homeschool guys. And, and he, 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 through his attorney, or his mom, I guess, through, his, through her attorney, technically, 
um, wanted an emergency pickup order for the child, which I thought was odd because he's in prison for not being good with kids. Uh, okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. a good combination. That's uh, true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we had a hearing today where I asked the court to dismiss the emergency request and the, the motion, or, or their, I guess their counterpetition for dissolution of marriage and child custody. And I, I told the judge, I said, I consider marriage, Your Honor, to quite honestly be pretty much the, the quintessential personal services contract. It isn't yeah. as if I could hire Barbara Streisand to pay my daughter's or my husband, my father's or my mother's or anybody else's bar mitzvah. Uh, and then she decides to issue a power of attorney and have Tony Bennett come and do it. <laughs> and the, the judge went, I, I understand that. That makes perfect sense to me. And the other lawyer looked at me like I was speaking Latin. I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and when you use a pop culture reference, the judge understands and the other lawyer doesn't. Um, that usually is, is going to yeah. go pretty well for you. Yeah. They, not quite uh, a KFC moment, but a pretty good one. No, it was, uh, she said, you know what? I'm not going to dismiss the petition or the counter petition. I'm also not going to make you answer it until he gets out of prison and signs it. <laughs> now, your honor understands that, uh, when he petitions for custody of the child, he will be violating the conditions of his probation, which are no unsupervised contact with any children under the age of 18. And he will immediately be sent to life in prison without the possibility to parole. And she looked at me and went, well, that'll be his problem. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other attorney was like, no, no, no. The family law court can supersede the criminal court's conditions of probation. Mm, what? <laughs> yeah, I got that same kind of <laughs> look on a judge's face like, that's messed up. <laughs> so you know, we'll see. I, I'm... This may be easier to solve. I may just not do anything until he gets out, and as soon as he shows up near the kids, yeah. <laughs> off he goes. There we go. Good. That's Easy a enough. bad plan. Easy enough. Well, well, good. Glad it worked out. Glad it worked out for the client. Uh, we missed you last week, but uh, you know, understand uh, you're, you're an advocate. You're, she, it's just she, your duty. It's your responsibility, the, the, and, you, and you and you do these you do these jobs when nobody else does on a weekend yeah, when somebody else calls. She got served uh, Friday, which I thought was odd because most places were closed, but and uh, and summarily freaked completely out um, <laughs> yeah. that uh, her mother-in-law was going to show up and take, try to take the kids with law enforcement. So uh, I decided to uh, solve that problem. <laughs> Great. Uh, other than that, good Thanksgiving, good Thanksgiving week. Had not, you yeah. didn't really get to see you since, uh, got, since Turkey Day. Got the, got the whole my new grandchild. Uh, oh, wonderful. A, a rather significant portion of time until my daughter decided to be selfish. <laughs> my, my youngest daughter. Oh, okay. the, not, not, not the mother. Not yeah, the yeah, mother. The mother selfishly and, and wanted to help her she, child. She yeah. wanted to uh, get some photo ops and right. took the baby from me, took some pictures, and then put the baby back in her mom's arms. I'm like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. I, I was calling dibs here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny, too funny. Um, Earl, good, 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 good Thanksgiving, good turkey? Yes, yes, very good. Uh, nice and quiet. It ended up... Uh, my son was able to uh, come back home, and it was nice. just the three of us. Very nice. Very it nice. Was, you, was, Mrs. Earl, and uh, Little Earl. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, got it. Got it, it. it was Earl quite Earl enjoyable. Ed, although, <laughs> he not that little, Earl. No, no. no, no. I, I, Earl I, Jr. Earl Jr. Jr. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This, yeah. yeah. He, EJ. He yeah. kind of yeah. a big Earl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think I do outweigh him by a pound or two, but well, that's, that's about beard. it. That's mostly beard. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, although he is working on his own. Is he? Very nice. Yes, he is. Very nice. It was quite enjoyable 
while the turkey was on the grill to sit down and enjoy a uh, cigar and a drink with my son. So. Right. I, I've, I've, yeah, I don't uh, do that much. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy a cigar and a drink with Earl's son. I yeah, don't really do that very much. Yeah, we could set it up if you want. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, I'll give you a call next time he's over. Just call him and say, hey, swing by the house. Uh-huh. I, I have uh, I've started to observe a new Thanksgiving tradition. I've decided uh, in, with a, with a you know, leaning towards Second Amendment support. Listen, if you want to, if you want to come to the house and you're not a, uh, you're not a meat eater, you're a vegetarian, you're a vegan or whatever like that, that's fine. You know, listen, if I've got something that you want to eat, go ahead and eat it. But if you're an anti-gun person, you're you're getting no turkey at my house. You, you, you get no turkey. I, you get no, you get no turkey. Listen, when the uh, that's fair. When, when the pilgrims decided they want to shoot turkeys, they they didn't coax them into a box and pet them and, and wait Talk for them, them to, to die. Death. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So if you can't uh, take part in the uh, the traditional American uh, killing of a uh, large dumb bird with a high-speed moving metal object, uh, then um, you know what? Uh, you know, have some salad. <laughs> but you know, I yeah. I believe I've heard a story of Mike dispatching a turkey with a samurai sword on it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and yeah. that was quite tasty. It, it was a katana. I mean, to be clear, but uh, you know, he wanted to he, he wanted to get uh, he wanted to be alpha male. <laughs> he wanted to be alpha male, and I didn't find mind me you know me with him him and I, and I used to give him a little punt back and forth in the yard. But when he started going after the women, I went outside and he came at me, and I uh, gave him a little sidestep and. Got him and didn't catch a clean, you know, cleanly. I just got a, a little glancing blow, but it took about half his neck off. And the look on that turkey's neck was, uh, oh, man, that was a bad idea. <laughs> I messed yeah. up. Yep. Yeah. Then the backhand took it off, took him outside, put up an A-frame uh, uh, ladder, drained him out, plucked him, ate him about two days later. Earl had some also. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Well, folks, stick around. we got a great program for you. Maybe maybe some more turkey-killing stories. Who knows where we're going to go with this. Uh, <laughs> but you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Celtech Studios. Stick around. We'll see you after the break. is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextlevelTraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. 
Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the off. Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT, S-I-R-T, training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. And welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com and get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You could choose from the Model 110, which is the one that looks like the Glock, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, and then the new pocket pistol. Hey, you don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com. Nextleveltraining.com. And tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Uh, Kevin, we had some Supreme Court, I don't know if we call them cases. They were reviews? Would, would that be the right term? Uh, no. No. Okay. Okay. Let me let me set the ground and 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 jump in here. 
where I'm wrong, but about the case, it's not about everything else that you normally do. You, you, <laughs> you, you would refer to them as... Stay on target. <laughs> Stay on target. No starters. No. Okay, okay. They were a non-starter. Uh, we're going to be referencing Peruta versus San Diego, which is, which was Peruta versus California by the time it got to the Supreme Court. That case actually, that case actually went up uh, January, February, I believe it was set up with the writ of certiorari, and the, the ruling came back. Not a ruling, an opinion. And they didn't hear it, and then there was an opinion given by... Uh, Scalia and with Gorsuch signing on, but that was the one back in June. Right. So we'll be referencing that. The one we want to talk about... Back before Scalia passed away. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. thank you. I'm sorry. It was Judge Thomas yeah. with Gorsuch okay. signing on. I was going to say, because I you. think he's yeah, been yeah, dead sorry. longer than that. Sorry. But Good call. You know, I Good thought call. maybe he'd written it and you just knew something. <laughs> right. <that> he, <laughs> they they found, found it. it. You know, found it in his pocket. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They, they found it under the... It was Halloween. The old yeah. church, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to talk about Norman versus Florida, which uh, at some point, hopefully in this program later today, we'll get uh, one of the members, probably Council Eric Friday from Florida Carry On, uh, with with some uh, insight. But this is we're going to talk on the uh, the the ten thousand foot level here uh, on on these, and then Colby versus Maryland, uh, which was the Fourth Circuit's assault weapon ban in the state of Maryland. Now both of those, Norman versus Florida, Colby versus Maryland, they went up over the past year, but they both came back Monday. And, and again, this is where I'm asking, stop me, slap me when I'm wrong here. I say came back. Ooh, ooh, the Supreme ooh. Court said the we Supreme, don't want to hear them. The Supreme Court came back to the appellate and the appellees and said we are not going to take these under consideration. Okay. Not we're endorsing your position, we're not endorsing your position. We just, as the Supreme Court of the United States do not believe there is anything in these that we need to address at this time. Okay. All right. I've seen reports, and of course, you can guess the which media sources say them, but it says, Second Amendment dealt devastating blow. I've seen that title. I've seen... Well, I'll let you, you no, get that look I, on your face. I, I'm, I'll, I'll leave you there I, with that I, one for a moment. Second Amendment dealt devastating blow is like the CIA. They believe that not getting caught and telling the truth are the same thing. Yeah, yeah okay? right, right. <laughs> right, right yeah. So them not ruling one way or the other means we win. Right. No, it means they didn't rule right. one way or the other. Well, that means we win. Okay, you're wrong, but keep believing that because then when they do rule, when they do take these up, and they're probably waiting for a bigger room, as we discussed. Right. Uh, the Supreme Court's like Sinatra. You know, they want a big room. Yeah, yeah. They want a big, big yeah. room. Uh, I can't pay my wages with that. There's not enough people in here. Um, so they want a big room. And they're probably looking for the right set of circumstances with the right federal judges out there right. to give them the right case to make the law that they believe is necessary to support the Constitution, because that's pretty much what we're looking at is, are we going to have a constitutional court, or are we going to have a reformer's court? Right, right. Okay, and you know what? I want to come to opinions. we got we got plenty of time in this segment to talk about it. Uh, um, the other headline I saw that I want to ask you about was, Supreme Court upholds decision, is what it said about these. They didn't uphold anything. They didn't rule. Thank you. Okay. Now, that okay. means the decision stands, but... Correct. That doesn't mean the Supreme Court endorsed it or didn't endorse it. It means that the Supreme Court chose not to address the issue the way it's framed. Right. What what 
I want everybody to take away from this. Everybody, when you hear that the Supreme Court, uh, or the Supreme Court didn't want to hear it, or it was upheld, and it was a loss to the Second Amendment. Yesterday, or excuse me, let's go with last week. Last week, before these non-decisions came down, and today, there's no difference in the amount of gun rights and gun laws before and after. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. By them saying no, they didn't go back to Maryland. Maine didn't come along and say, and, and, and we Montana didn't come along. We want to do what Maryland did. Correct. Yeah, Nobody did that. No. If this, if this, this means Maryland gets to deal with Maryland's issue for the time being. This means California or Florida get to deal with their issues for the time being. This doesn't mean, well, now we can go out and enact all this legislation. No, because when if more bad legislation comes up, it'll go back through the system again. It will. And the other thing that we may be looking at is that, and we discussed this, is, is a national reciprocity. That Not a national away, right. concealed carry permit. Right. But national reciprocity, just like driver's license, right. everybody recognizes everybody else's driver's licenses. That may solve at least two of the cases here. Then it becomes a matter of states' rights versus federal rights. Right. And that the Supreme Court probably will take up. But right now, it's not a state versus federal rights issue. It's a state versus individual. Right. And, and Peruta and, was, a, was an individual versus the state. That could be solved through legislation. If with, with, with national reciprocity, now the gentleman in uh, Mr. Peruta in California and San Diego County who can't get a concealed weapons permit, if national reciprocity comes along, he can apply for an out-of-state permit from Nevada, and they'll send him one. And guess what? According to the federal law, now now the San Diego has to take it. And now San Diego won't take it. California won't accept it. Then it becomes a state versus federal law issue, and that the Supreme Court will take up. And let me tell you. Since about the time of Abraham Lincoln, uh, the federal government doesn't give half a, about state rights. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> no, no. We decided this is the law. Uh, lump it. Yeah. Uh, that they, they're, they're pretty severe about that, too. It's called preemption. Yeah. And they don't. Federal government doesn't play with preemption. States, they'll let jurisdictions, cities, uh, counties get away with some shenanigans. But the federal government doesn't let any state get away with undermining what they believe is federal law. Uh, ask Operation Choke Point victims. Yeah, <laughs> they, they're exactly. very... No, they're, they're federal banks. We can take your money. Yeah. Brown versus Board of Education, as an example. 1954, 55, I think there was a Brown one and a Brown two. And I know there was, th- it was three later, but that was it was a, it was a time period clarification on that one. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, this was the Supreme Court coming out and saying, uh, separate but equal doesn't work. We're ordering desegregation. Right, but Warren knew, and even though he wasn't you know, historically a lawyer, he knew that the implementation of that change was going to have to be piecemeal. It wasn't going to be everything tomorrow. It was going to have to be done in steps. Otherwise, we're going to tear our country into pieces. You could say that desegregation lasted well into the 80s and 90s because, again, Kevin, you and I were in school and we're all, uh, depending on what part of the country we're in, you had busing. You you saw desegregation firsthand. You saw busing. You saw students brought in. uh, And that was... Because when they, once they said, okay, desegregation, Virginia didn't do it for 12 years. Virginia said, not doing it at all. Had to keep going back to the Supreme Court. Had to keep going back to get it clarified. Heller and McDonald were our Brown versus the Board of Education. That was the Supreme Court saying, this is a weapon in common use. And, and this was Thomas who said it. A weapon in, Scalia, I'm sorry, this was Scalia who said it. This was a weapon in common use. 
and if it's a weapon in common use, you get to have it. You know, that's what you get to have it for self-defense protection, whatever the reason is. If it's a weapon in common use, and listen, I, I can't think of another weapon that's in more common use than the evil black AR-15 assault rifle. You know, that's that's you know we, over. Eight million sold last year alone from the numbers we saw. Black Friday was the largest number yeah, yeah. of uh, of applications for firearm purchases in a single day ever. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. topped last year. Blew it away. Blew it away. Yeah. it away. And which was interesting from last year because that was after the election and everybody was no longer in fear of losing their gun rights. Yet it set a it set a record. And then again, it happens. Uh, this year, it topped it. We're like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. But it, but it did. Um, all right, getting getting back to w- the Supreme Court cases, and we're gonna we're gonna roll over into the next segment with this to, to talk about them a little bit more. But with Brown versus Board Education, that took you know 10, 15 years in schools, 20 years in the South, and if you start getting into and it's uh, still not that way action, in Indiana. Correct. In affirmative action with with making sure that they got uh, you know equal rights in placement, you're talking about. It, it went on, you know, 40 years afterwards, 30 and 40 years. So, yeah. folks, listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Stick around. We're going to talk to you about this more next segment. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room. Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on Gun Tech USA parts. Gun Tech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. Gun Tech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio 
is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the GunTech USA segment of the program. I talked to our folks at GunTech USA this week. They had a great Thanksgiving also. They thank everybody, all the dealers, everybody out there listening that supported them and uh, used their GunTech special code to get their special discounts and free shipping offers. So they appreciate you, and they wanted everybody to know they will be at SHOT Show. There will be more specials coming up uh, later in the year as we approach other holidays. So, uh, again, thank you to GunTech, and GunTech thanks you. GunTechUSA.com. Check them out at GunTechUSA.com. If your dealer doesn't have them, you need to get a hold of your dealer and say, get these guys. These are the guys you need. Uh, Kevin, we left off. We were talking about Brown versus Board of Education because we were using it as our modern-day Heller and McDonald. Or are we using Heller and McDonald as our so modern-day Brown versus Board the, of Education? It's the yeah. root from which all the administrative Correct. corrections needed to be made. It was the, the triggering legal decision that changed the way administration handled things. Correct. And implementing the administration was the hard part. You can pass a law, but how do you draft the ordinances and the regulations that implement that law can take a very, very long time. Uh, The president sending federal troops into Alabama. Uh, Eh, That was a setup. (laughs) That was a setup. That 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 was George Wallace not wanting to destroy his credibility with his constituency and still do the right thing, and here's how you can do it, is I'll stand on the steps of the University of Alabama and say you can't come in here, and then that that, United States Army colonel, I believe it was, can say, excuse me, sir, could you you step aside? Right. And and now he looks great. He's going to get lots of votes. They got everything. You know, that was – that was very much choreographed, sure. put it that way. Sure, and, and, and I agree, absolutely, and history's shown us that. But that was 12, 13 years after Brown versus Board of Education. It yeah. takes time for it these was, things it to, was to roll be, out. It was slowly, yeah. to, it was slow. But, but Warren knew that. When he laid out the schedule for yeah. that implementation, he knew he couldn't make that an overnight thing. Right. And I do not know if our Supreme Court is that forward thinking if they're playing that good game of chess that they're thinking about how are they going to protect the constitution by implementing these things i would love to think that they're that bright um but sometimes i worry that they get they get tied up in the politics rather than the legislation and the 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 application of the constitution to the legislation i I like the chess. I've never. I haven't heard that talked about this all this week. And I, I, I did a, I did Daily Defense Hour earlier in the week, and we we talked about it. And I haven't heard anybody else, all the experts, say what you just said there about them theorizing as if it was a game of chess. Uh, here's my my opinion, my my belief, uh, and we when we touched on this a little bit coming in here. And I definitely want I want everybody's opinion, folks. And you can reach out to us again. It's uh, Go to facebook.com slash armsroomradio, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. You can share your opinions with us there as, as well. Norman versus State in Florida, that's the open carry case. Right. I think that the Supreme Court said, like you said, playing the chess game, 
Florida can solve that on their own with some legislation. That's an individual coming forward against the state. That's not a state versus another state. That's not a, a district versus a state. That's an individual or an organization versus a state. Or a state versus a state. Correct, correct. And, and, and that, that's, that's what be, we want. That's, that's what we think be, they want. That's going to be a hard circumstance to present. Yeah. But the way it could be presented is I have a concealed weapons permit from the state of Nevada. Right. I now live in California. Federal law says you have to acknowledge it. Therefore, you're ignoring the state of Nevada's licensure. Correct. It's not me as the individual necessarily. Right. It's you're ignoring the state of Nevada. The question then becomes, will the state of Nevada enter into that process on behalf of someone who holds a concealed carry permit from their state? Yeah, you'd have to get Even an attorney general with some, with yeah. some gumption to say yeah. you violated one of, our, uh, the citizens, or one of the rights of one of our citizens. Well, he's not state. a citizen. Resident. He, he, he's not a resident. He's a holder of a concealed carry permit. You're right, because it's the cross-border like we talked about. Yeah, so it's a non-resident that's, permit. Yeah. That's, that yeah. is when it becomes an issue. And you, are not a, you are not complying with federal law right. and granting reciprocity to a holder of a permit issued by us because we believe they're valid. And, you know, these things don't get done for free. They're, they're expensive. Right. So why would a state want to go fight that fight well because they don't have to fund it themselves right and that's when that's when the other organizations that will be interested in that have to figure out a way to file those briefs and do that work on behalf of one state against another and, and those they're called America's briefs and and the question is going to become Will any one state go up against another state because of those circumstances? And that's going to be an interesting question because you're not going to get the Supreme Court to rule on it until that becomes the problem. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For right now, it's you guys go down, you, you states and you organizations go down and play nice together is, is how I feel they, they did it. And I think, again, they said Norman versus Florida, uh, Peruta from back in June versus California. They feel, my opinion, they feel those can be solved via legislation, whether it be at the state level or at the federal level with the national reciprocity or with open carry in Florida. The one that, that, that I think I, deep, I think a little bit deeper into, and, and that's where chess, where you said chess, it really hit me that that's the exact appropriate word. Colby versus Maryland. That's an assault weapon ban in the state of Maryland. There's a couple other states that have them, but this case came up through Maryland that have assault weapon bans. I think the court said opinion you know what we're currently sitting five to four with a conservative bench we know we've got a couple of strong pro-gun people why don't we wait we know this court under this president is only going to get uh, when they if and when they get another uh, member on the bench it's going to be another conservative why not wait why not wait until this president continues to appoint federal judges at the uh, you know the federal appeals and at the circuit levels because that's what he's doing. He's done more appointments and had more appointments confirmed in the first 10 months of his presidency than any president in the past 45 years. He's changing the landscape of the federal courts. And if all these cases start to come up through them, through his federal judges, and those federal judges can 
accomplish the mission before it has to get to the Supreme Court. Or if the Goodwin comes through the Supreme Court and one of his judges says, no, no, I'm not going to look at it. Let's let it go through the Supreme Court. Let's let this go through. I think the Supreme Court might be saying, like you said, first off, I want a bigger room. But you know what? I also want a, I also want a better stage and a better sound system. That could be very much what it is. They're looking for the right case to rule on, and these combined are not – they don't cover the waterfront. There's been case law out there that, that said the judge said, yes, you have the right to, to own a firearm in this jurisdiction. Unfortunately, um, you have laws here that don't allow anyone to import a firearm into this jurisdiction. So yeah. you, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to rule on your one that says you can, you can buy one. Because you need to go change the law that says you can even bring them into this jurisdiction. I was America Samoa, I believe it was. Right. And the judge said, "I'm not going to rule on this yeah. because you need you need everything presented at once, so I can bring it into the to the jurisdiction. You can own it in the jurisdiction. You can buy it. You can sell it in the jurisdiction. And the only thing you brought to me right now is I want the right to own it. Well, yeah, you have the right to own it, but you can't buy it or import it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. that that's not really solving your problem." Yeah, which was McDonald's, well, Chicago. But that was a 23-hour yeah. flight to the American Samoa to go <laughs> yeah. go home and rewrite your briefs. Uh, <laughs> right, which was similar to the what, what happened in Chicago with McDonald. It was, uh, listen, guns are illegal. Um, or, excuse me, they, they finally agreed that guns were legal. They guns were legal not- to have. They were legal to have. They said, under the law, they are legal to have. Unfortunately, we are not going to allow there to be any federal firearms licensed dealers anywhere in the city that you can go purchase one. <laughs> so, right, so you can have them, but you can't buy them, yeah, you can't and you can't them. bring them in here. Correct. Yeah, 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 exactly right. Exactly right. And D.C. tried that as well. You know, and so it, it's it's ludicrous. Uh, we all see this. We all want our rights restored. I think the Supreme Court's on the right steps. I think they're going to push down some of these issues like Norman and Peruta back to the state, and they're waiting for it, like Kevin said, they're, they're Sinatra needs a bigger room. They need the right case. Yeah, need, need the right case. And it's got to cover room. all the things they've got to address. Yeah. They, they don't want to piecemeal it. Definitely not. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studio. Stick around. More after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? 
Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the kel Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the kel Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. This is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program, dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved to make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Uh, Earl, Kevin, I think you and you guys have both seen this story before. I want to talk to, talk to you guys about this. I want everybody... Out there in listener land, we want to explain to you some issues that have come up with a new bill coming out of, out of this is a federal bill for, or, or what's this one? This is the Nick's Denial Notification Act. I think that's what it's called. I think so. Yes. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. The other H- is, H- H.R. 4471, Nick's Denial Notification. They're saying it's a rehash from something previous that didn't even make it out of committee, but on the surface... I don't have the legal education that either one of you do, uh, but it sounds like something I wouldn't have any problem agreeing with. Well, for the record, my legal education comes from reading a statute book in the bathroom. Okay, hey, I've never practiced that's law. More, that's more I don't than one at all. But did, <laughs> but did you stay at a Holiday Inn? Well, I, listen, <laughs> Express. <laughs> oh, Express. That's it. Yeah. Uh, this new bill would alert police if those with a record attempt to to buy a gun. Wait, no, that's not what it says. That bill does not say that. That bill says that if you fail a background check through the NICS system, even if it's the NICS system's fault, 
they're going to report it to local authorities so you can be prosecuted for a crime that you may not have committed that may not have ever happened. It's a great idea. Let's prosecute people for stuff they didn't do. That's a great plan. Kevin, are yeah, you saying I don't there's think a mis- this is I don't think this is going to get through committee again. Yeah. Are you saying there's a misleading title so we can get to There is. Get there readers? is a yeah. very misleading title. Uh, first off, anything that start off starts off with a bipartisan measure, you know, is doomed yeah, to is, fail. Is, yeah. is a lie. A bipartisan measure proposed to the House this week would inform state and local police and prosecutors when an individual prohibited from possessing a firearm tries to buy one. And just like Kevin said, that's not what the bill says. Nope. <laughs> that's not what it says. It says that if you fail a background check through the NICS system, federal authorities will lo- will notify local authorities so you can be prosecuted for trying to buy a firearm, even though what you may have been denied for has nothing to do with the fact that you may be a criminal. You know, the, the there are what? a lot of people in this yeah. country named John Smith. Yeah, yeah. You know how I, many? I know too. Yeah. yeah. In this room. John Smith never gets approved <laughs> to buy a firearm because there are too many John Smiths. That's right. You're exactly right. So, you're named John Smith and you get denied to buy a firearm because, just like the last 70 times you tried, yeah, they don't know which John Smith you are. So they have to go back through it. You get denied. Well, no. In this one, you're getting prosecuted because your name's John Smith. And you get denied a background check, and that's a crime. Getting denied a background check is now a crime. And we're going to prosecute you for it. The legislation would direct, just as Kevin said, I'm going to give you what the, what it says here in quotes. The legislation would direct federal regulators to notify both state and local authorities in cases where potential gun buyer is denied a transfer after a background check. You just heard Kevin say it. There are plenty of reasons to be denied a background check. And we're going to give you, uh, you know, you know, four or five minutes worth of them here that, we're, that we've all experienced. Being denied a background check doesn't mean you're a felon in possession of a firearm or even or, holding a firearm in or, your hand at the gun store. Or that you are a, you're, you're, you've been convicted of a misdemeanor domestic violence issue. Correct. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. A, a prohibited offense. Right. Right. It may be that just that the system in which you live hasn't updated their records. There's a mistake. Oh, my God. The courts don't make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I never leave the courthouse until I finish reading the documents and a case resolves. I'll tell you one that I always see, and it always it always drives me nuts. And it happens, geez, probably about 25% of the military people we deal with. And the higher in rank they get, the longer their time in service, it happens more. And the reason it happens more, uh, I'll, I'll explain to you as, as we go along. In the military, every six years or ten years, depending on the job you have, you have to get your recertification of your security clearance. And we have to do it more often than that in the private sector. Okay. All right. And uh, the ones from the Department of Defense, and then and again, there's Department of State, there's DOJ, Department of Justice, there's all the ones. But the military ones, when the military opens up your background check, and it takes six months, a year, depending on the caseload that they're, they're working on, and also what kind of clearance you're getting. You know? And whether or not they think you're going to be in that job for another 10 years. You're correct. <laughs> they correct. May, can we put somebody else in there that's going to have a clearance and right. take that guy out so... We don't because he's only going to be there like two, 24 yeah. more months and we don't want to spend that much money on this clearance. He's only going to be there for two more years. It, exactly right. In this post 9-11 world, I know you're finding it hard to believe that we have agencies that don't talk to each other. Well, if you just want proof of that, let's look at the Texas shooter who got basically a, a bad conduct discharge, thrown out of the Air Force, had felony convictions, and they were never reported over to the Department of Justice and the FBI. 
So I'm telling you, it happens every day. They still, these agencies still don't talk. It's still a turf war. It's still a fight. And, it, and, and all that filters, information doesn't filter back and forth. Earl, you see it on the state level all the time with concealed weapons permits and somebody gets denied. Oh, yes, all the time. Um, they'll, they'll hand me, you know, in-state resident uh, driver's license and a concealed carry permit and run it through the, uh, the background check, log it in, and, yeah, denied. I've seen it with you with them issued as recently as a week prior. Now, it's it's perfectly acceptable to believe that maybe they had a case pending somewhere and it wasn't on visibility, it didn't, nobody had radar, and by the time that is, that permit got issued, three days later the charges were, you know, uh, filed, you know, and, 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 and he had this case against them. But what we always hear from them is, oh, sir, because we'll call back and say, are you sure that they're denied because he's got a brand-new concealed weapons permit issued three days ago? Well... That's the Department of Agriculture that issues licenses. We're the Department of Law Enforcement. I don't care what department you are. How do you not talk to each other? Yeah, How are you both involved in this this operation and and don't talk to each other? All we did is we looked and saw that his fingerprints are on record with the FBI, which is where they send your fingerprints when you get a concealed weapons permit. Right. And so we clicked off fingerprints on record, deny. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yes. Uh, Now, again, what I see in the military is those guys come in, and when they apply for a when they reapply or they get recertified with their security clearances, the Department of Defense just lists active current investigation. Right. So when you come in and get your FBI background check, the people up there that are punching the keys go, well, we have to deny him. He has an active uh, investigation against yeah, him. Yeah, a federal investigation. Yeah, active federal investigation against him. And, and I'm like, are, are you up for your clearance renewal? Yeah, I'm in it right now. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> this is going to take a few days. Now, they do ask for three or four days to go back and double-check it, and, and they'll do that. But like Kevin said on the flip side, John Smith's denied. You can get denied because you had a DUI in the past year or two, which has nothing to do with being a felon and not being allowed to own a firearm. Nope. nope. Uh, it just it get, it, it's a key punch issue. You know, it's just a, it's just a mistake. And, and I got... I've got I reviewed a document today where I'm going to have to go in and apply for clemency because nobody thought to read the the probation order when they left the courtroom in 1995 that said adjudication withheld. But the judgment and sentence says adjudicated guilty. And that's like, yeah, you can't. Yeah. I'm never going to get all the people in the room that were there that would go, yes, because that's not recorded. Right. I'm, I'm never, <laughs> right. It's just, it's just, uh, I got a better chance of getting the clemency board to fix that than I have to go unscrew the court record. You do a lot of work. Uh, listen, we've got about a minute left, but you do a lot of work with these guys that find out, uh, what do you mean I can't have a gun? And then they come to you and you pull records and they're like, what? And you have to clean that mess. That, Those messes I did, up. That, I never did that. Oh, well, this says you did. <laughs> this says you did. Wait, and I've gotten people that have, they've gotten denied, and they find out they've been to prison. I've never been to prison. Yeah, well, somebody using your name and <laughs> yeah. social security number did federal time yeah. for bank robbery. Congratulations. <laughs> and I'm like, what? That's the worst kind of identity theft you could ever have. Yeah. Ooh, it's the worst yeah, kind. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh-uh, yep. uh-uh. This is the picture of, no, that's not you. You are not a 700-pound Samoan man. Listen, that's not you. I've had one standing there, and I've had them on the phone with me doing the background check, and they, and, and they said, we, well, we think he might have a warrant. Oh, okay. How many legs does he have? Are you kidding me? Is that, is that, that's the identifying question? I, I mean, um, 
you want me to really ask this guy how many legs he has? Is that what you want? I could see he's got two. Are you looking at his legs? Is he? If we're in Florida, lady, we're all wearing shorts. Okay, I can see his <laughs> legs. Okay, so crazy. Yeah, this needs to be rewritten about six or seven uh, more times before it can even be considered a serious piece yeah, of legislation. It's it's, uh, it's kind of messed up. Uh, folks, stick around. we got more program coming up for you at the top of the hour. Until then, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you next hour. the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am your host, lead guitarist, driver of the Winnebago. And as Earl will point out, I used to be the deputy chief cook. Deputy chief cook? I used to be the deputy chief bottle washer. But Slacker. I, yeah, I, I, listen, I can't yeah. even say it right. How can I do the job right? You know? just, <laughs> exactly. exactly. So I got fired from that one, so I'm, I'm out of it. You, you, well, you couldn't get the... Spaghetti stains off the plastic bottles, so no, no. Yeah, yeah, that was where spaghetti stains. Yeah, that's that's spaghetti stains. <laughs> <laughs> Told you not to use a Brillo pad on those plastic <laughs> bottles. Make some turn orange. Hey, let me go around the room real quick, give you the formal introductions to the gentleman in the room with me. On my left, the left-hand man, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. I think you just made Earl's ears bleed. <laughs> no, I would never make Earl's ears bleed. He, he almost went blind. You <laughs> did it out of order, and it, you know he's got the CDO and was as bad as you do. Pretty sure you can I, hear it in my voice. That surprised me as well. So been hanging around <laughs> him too long. Uh, on my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. 
Uh, good to be back as well as entertaining. Good is good and entertaining. That's you know what? That's pretty much what we shoot for on the show every day is good and entertaining. Like like and a informative. Good, like a good, good friend of mine informative. always said, where else are you gonna get this much free entertainment? That yeah, that's true. That's true. I maybe with a video feed. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. We all have faces for radio. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Earl, you found a story at a Honolulu. Yes. You wanna, read read that title off to us and then we're gonna we're gonna we're going to smash Honolulu here. <laughs> Honolulu police informs legal cannabis users to hand in their guns. We've talked about several times on here uh, the use of marijuana and legal marijuana at the state level and firearms. Yes. And you and I have a differing opinion about the legality and the application of the 4473. But this, yeah, I think, I think you will agree. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they've got a federal badge yeah they got no business trying to implement and and execute yeah. on federal law stay out of the state of their business yeah, right. yeah so i i can't wait to see some guy call the police on the police that's going to be fun <laughs> yeah. call the police police the police yeah. police yeah i don't know who you i don't know what you would do to solve that problem except legislate litigate you're gonna have to litigate or what what's what's that issue here the Honolulu Police Chief has mailed letters to area medical marijuana patients with registered firearms saying they needed to give up their guns and ammo or turn them into police. Now, is and this, they do have a time frame. This is HPD or 5.0 we're talking about? I, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my Book God. Them, oh, my uh, God. No, uh, you know what? And he tried not to grin uh-huh, when he said it. He's uh-huh. looking. He's trying not to laugh yeah, out loud. He got me on that one. I started <laughs> looking. It's like, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> dang it. Got me. Uh, it's a real story. Go ahead. Yes. Earl. It's, it's a in, real story. In the letter, it, it they quoted it. Your medical marijuana use disqualifies you from ownership of firearms and ammunition. It does not. Yeah. Th- let's let's clarify. Okay. Is there a state law that says that? I'm just going by what what's in the letter. Yeah. There's no state law. There's no, no state, state law. So Kevin, they they're trying to they're trying to retroactively implement a 4473. Yeah. So, well, the new 4473 say you you can't legally use marijuana and own a firearm when you apply to purchase a firearm. So since you've owned that gun since World War II, <laughs> we're going to take it away from you now. Yeah, they're not going through and finding out who has registered a firearm since the new forms came out within the past year. They're yeah. Again, according to what Earl's saying, according to this letter, according to the story, they're sending these letters to every registered firearm owner in Honolulu. Right. And you know what that was going to result in? Some, uh, some tense moments at my it, door. It, <laughs> it, it's going to result in their confiscating their firearms. They're using, they're double-checking, they're, they're cross-referencing registered firearms owners with that also have a medical marijuana card. Correct. Right. right and right. now they're going to confiscate mm-hmm. your firearm because you're on a medication. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, listen, on the 4473, and we've examined this many times, it is... When you're purchasing that firearm, the question is asked. It doesn't say you're not allowed to own a firearm. Correct. It says you're not allowed to purchase the firearm. Right. Yeah. And, and that's not what this is. This guy's coming back and saying, uh, and this is the chief of police. This is not right. the state agency. This is not 5-0. This is this it, is this is his you know, way of confiscating well, firearms. Yeah. Just to correct you, it's her way. It's Honolulu, Honolulu Police Chief 
Susan is, Susan Ballard. Oh, okay, same, geez, same. I thought maybe Kathy yeah. Lanier. Isn't she wow. still in the NFL? Yeah, that's well. Look yeah. how right they're oh, doing. Oh man. yeah. <laughs> in a, in a who? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, the National Felons League. Yeah. yeah. There's more guns in the NFL than there is in uh, Honolulu, <laughs> evidently. <laughs> Probably. What's her Probably. name? Hold on, I'm putting her on the list over here. Susan Ballard. Susan. Ballard. Yep. Yeah, so far, it's does. been She's only been about uh, 30, 30 individuals that received this letter. She sounds like a like a Holly. Yeah. There, she's in the letter. It's giving them thirty days to surrender their firearms, gun permit, and any ammunition to the agency, or I'm doing air quotes, otherwise transfer ownership. Those they, under what authority? <laughs> I, I, she. she she doesn't need any. This is the Kathy Lanier authority. I have a phone and a pen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I wrote you a letter with my pen, and I signed it, and now you have to give me your gun. Or I'm going to arrest you. For what? For not obeying my letter. Yeah, I can't wait for this. I would love to move to Hawaii now. <laughs> just to, Does, just just to mention the second punt this Foundation chick yet? across the no. state capitol. Nope. Uh-uh. Uh, th- yeah, this is... I, I can't wait to see how they're going to implement. Oh, you know what? We're arresting you for not complying with my letter. <laughs> it's a, yeah. I, it's a, yeah. what? This what? is the letter of the law. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she sounds like a Clusoian. <laughs> I'm an officer of the law. <laughs> wow, this is this is this is crazy. There's no way. There's no way legal. There is no state law that says you you cannot be a marijuana prescription holder it's not even a recipient it's not even a user they have the id card that says they could so if you have a card whether or not you've ever even gotten the marijuana and you have a firearm registered to you you got to surrender it what, what's the or else uh they don't really give an or else yeah, or else she, i'll send you another letter yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly don't exactly. make me write you again yeah, yeah, um yeah. it does go on to say that uh, those wanting to register for a permit in the future required in the state for gun possession would need clearance from a doctor. Although this may not be as clear cut and dry as, as you mentioned, Kevin, because they did reference a case uh, from last September in the Ninth Circuit Court. And we know oh, how, yeah, the how Ninth Circuit Court. California. Yeah. Uh, folks, say, hey, listen, that's, that's the first segment. Stick around. we got plenty more program coming up for you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll be back in just three minutes. Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. 
Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Matthew K. Reese died December 1st, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Reese, 24, of Harrison, Arkansas, 
was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 504th Parachute Infantry Regiment, 1st Brigade Combat Team, 82nd Airborne Division, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. He was killed in action in Baghdad of wounds sustained when his vehicle encountered an improvised explosive device. He joined the Army in 2005 and arrived at the 82nd Airborne the following year. The military says Reese is survived by his wife, two children, and his parents. A memorial service was held in Iraq. Army Specialist Matthew K. Reese, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero segment of the program. Uh, folks, if you know anybody you'd like to make a dedication to to hear them on the Fallen Hero segment of the program and they're a fallen public servant, please reach out to us at armsroomradio.com. There's a couple different ways you can do it. That's armsroomradio.com, and we'd be honored to honor your fallen hero. Hey, welcome back to the radio. On the line with us is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Bill. Ground controls a major bill. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Ground control to major bill. Hey, Mike, how's everybody doing today? We're doing good, sir. We're doing good. How are uh, things going in the world of law enforcement for you today? Uh, well, you know, we, we've we've had some. Uh, uh, officers uh, shot. Uh, we've had some officers that have fallen in the line of duty. Uh, you know, we're we're coming into that silly season again. So, yeah, yeah, that's an uh, understatement. Getting getting all hyped up. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. It's uh, it's you know, I I think people think we're joking around when we talk about uh, it being the silly season. You know, it's a uh, it's the time of year where there's stress on people for whatever the reasons are. You know, with the trying to provide for families, uh, you know, trying to deal with families, trying to deal with financial issues around the time of the year when you're supposed to be able to provide and you know get gifts, and it uh, you know, it makes people a little silly. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's it's always a rough time of year, especially for our uh, our first responders and our men and women overseas. Uh, Mike, you've been there overseas from the holidays. Uh, I've been there, you know, it's, uh, we're thankful uh, that, that we did what we did and I'm thankful for the guys and gals that are over there doing what they're doing right now. And for all the men and women that are out there patrolling the streets or responding to rescue calls or fires, uh, you know, when that, when the, the tone goes off, uh, you got to drop what you're doing, drop that turkey leg, uh, that piece of ham or whatever. And you responded every day. Uh, hopefully you'll get those. Yeah, every day, absolutely every day. Yep. Um, so, so what do you have for us today, there, Major? Well, I, you know, I got a, <laughs> you know, kind of a, a, a funny story, but you know, we'll we'll, we'll go down that road a little bit north of you, uh, or a little further north for me. But if we uh, jump uh, jump on uh, Google Earth, and we'll head up to Jacksonville, Florida. Ah. And the the, the big the Jack- big city of the South. Yeah, it's the most southern That's city in the funny. United States. <laughs> <laughs> so uh if you remember uh, back 
in March of 2016, uh, we had a Jacksonville undercover officer, uh, saw an erratic driver, uh, by the name of Kevin Rojas. Uh, and he was driving in such a manner that he felt it was necessary, uh, while he was taking his young son to school, uh, to actually affect a traffic stop. Uh, he was in an unmarked car, but it was with the lights and siren. Uh, he activated the lights, uh, Rural hospital over, and before the the uh, undercover officer could even get out of his car, uh, Mr. Rojas uh, jumped out of his car and started a gun battle uh, with this undercover officer. Uh, shot through the windshield. Uh, luckily, his son wasn't hit, but he was hit several times, including once in the face. Now, this is what we like to call a BAMP. That's Bravo Alpha Mike Foxtrot. I can't say <laughs> what it actually means on the air. But we'll leave it at that. Right. Um, you know, usually most people, when you got shot in the face, it's, you know, it's almost like, okay, game over. Uh, I think it just got him mad. Yeah. Uh, he got out of the car and engaged Mr. Rojas uh, with some return direct fire. And uh, according to his words, that once I brought the fight to you, you became a coward and ran away. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. captured waiter uh, at his uh, residence where he made the mistake of pointing a gun at the SWAT team, uh, and the SWAT team uh, aerated his uh, innards. Unfortunately, uh, he, he survived and went to trial, and he was convicted on several counts, one of them being the attempted murder in the first degree of a law enforcement officer. Yeah, I'd say they have well, some. Uh, they have some pretty good surgeons, probably uh, Dr. John Adine style surgeons up there in Jacksonville, because uh, I know the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office uh, SWAT guys, and uh, they are not bad marksmen. <laughs> I'm just I'm no, just... no, they're not. And uh, but you know, as as uh, once a person is convicted, and they go to sentencing. The victims get to speak. Yes, um, it's a, to 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 air uh, how they feel about what happened and, and such as life. And this officer got that opportunity because he was a victim just like anybody else. And that's, and, uh, that's kind of unique to Florida. There's not every state does that. It's uh, a few years back. I know major, you remember it. It's the, uh, the victim's bill of rights that went through our state house and uh, state legislature. And the Vic, this is one of the things under the victim's bill of rights that they get to do when uh, they're, they're, you know, aggressor the you know the suspect gets convicted and becomes the uh, the convicted they get to speak there at the sentencing hearing yeah exactly so uh well this officer got to speak and uh, along with calling uh, mr rojas what he was which is a coward uh <laughs> yeah. he then produced a tube of personal lubricant yes and started waving this at mr rojas and said to him you're going to need plenty of this where you're going uh, <laughs> yeah yeah he uh, did yeah he did <laughs> yeah and so you know on, on the personal side of things you know the man's a victim he was shot in the face his young son was in a car yeah uh on the personal level i can understand it uh on the professional level you know regardless of what happens to us we are law enforcement officers we are professionals and we have to remain professional in everything that we do uh, now, if this was a personal crime, uh, okay, you know, you, you get a little heated, you get a little worked up, and, and, and I'm not taking anything away from this undercover officer. Uh, you, certainly, you know, we're human. Right. Uh, but right. since he engaged in the traffic stop, he became on duty, he became a law enforcement officer. He wasn't just Joe Citizen. 
And was that the proper response to do? Uh, well, it's it's yes and no. Right. Uh, but professionally, no, I, I wouldn't encourage or, or have anybody do that. Personally, I can understand it. Um, the judge uh, wasn't too thrilled with it, and I, they had a 30-minute uh, sidebar about it and uh, where he questioned the undercover officer, and the undercover officer didn't answer. He just stood his ground as a victim. That's what he wanted to say and what he wanted to do. And, you know, on that end, he, you, you have that right under the Victim's Bill of Rights to, uh, to do something like that. He didn't attack him. He just made an observation or an opinion. Yeah. Yeah, listen, and the judge, I think it, uh, in the end, you know, the judge did the right thing. He was convicted, and he was sentenced to life plus three 15-year sentences and two five-year sentences for some of the additional charges that were there. So the judge still did maximum penalty for each of the crimes. Yes, he did. Uh, and, you know, that's a, it's, a, it's a touchy subject. I mean, we're all law enforcement officers, and if you, you have a, a take-home vehicle and something happens in front of you, some of the policies say you have an obligation to act. Uh, and if this guy was, you know, he got into a domestic with his girlfriend right. and popped off some rounds and he's driving in such a manner that, you know what, I need to do something, even though I have my son in the car. Well, that's part of the job. Yeah. Major, we're coming up on the break. You, you stick around a second. I want to talk some tactics with you on this also. Absolutely. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech studio. Stick around. We'll see you after the break. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, don't forget, coming up in January, it's January 22nd through 26th in Las Vegas, Nevada. January 22nd through 26th in Las Vegas, Nevada is the SHOT Show. That's the Shooting, Hunting, Outdoor Trade Show. If you're associated with the industry, firearms, law enforcement, you know, public service, military, whatsoever, you can get into the show, come see all the goodies that are coming out in the coming year and every little bit of equipment that's available for you. Come on out to Las Vegas, Nevada, to the sh- Shooting, Hunting, Outdoor Trade Show, January 26th through 20. 20- excuse me, 22nd through the 26th, and you come see the guys from Arms Room Radio. We'll be hanging out with our friends from Keltech, the friends from GunTech USA, from Next Level Training, and our good friends over at Ideal Conceal. Hey, let me welcome back to the program Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Hey, we, Major, we were talking about uh, the officer in Jacksonville, Florida, who uh, went to, he, he was shot, and he was shot multiple times, including shot in the face. Uh, his... His suspect was uh, was a, was shot, arrested, convicted, and while in he was at the conviction uh, sentencing hearing, he decided to as his as a victim let the uh, let the judge and everybody else in the courtroom know that the suspect was going to need a tube of personal lubricant and let him let him know that. Now understand, not the most professional thing to do in law enforcement. It was his rights as a victim to do so. You know who knows if anything will happen at the agency. But we were just about to talk about. He stopped the bad guy when he had his son in his car, and I want to hand it back off to you there. Yeah, it, you know, there's there's a balance, and, and uh, I, I know some of the opinions of people. Why was the officer stopping somebody if he had his child in the car? Uh, you know, it, most of the times, I mean, I, over the years, you know, I, I've done the same thing. I've, I've, I've taken my daughter to school. I've had an unmarked car. I've had a marked car. Uh and, you know, it, there's a balance. And if Mr. Rojas was driving in, in such a way uh, that he was a danger to everybody else around you, you know, you're going to make that call. Uh, you know, he's got to do something. I mean, it, it doesn't expound in the, in, the, uh, in the article of what exactly Mr. Rojas was doing, but obviously it was enough to get this undercover officer's attention now he's undercover they don't print his name because he isn't an undercover assignment but i would have to make that assumption and i hate to use that word but if this guy was doing something so egregious something so reckless that an undercover officer is going to have to make a stop so we have that it it, it makes sense i mean this guy is, is is already shot in the air, he's been in a domestic. Um, he's now, you know, he's suicidal. Yeah, he, he's suicidal. So, you know, he's looking at it where, you know, driving driving safely is the least of his concerns. And this is a guy with with suicide and or murder of a law enforcement officer that we 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 know now on his mind. That clearly would have been an erratic enough driving pattern 
to where this officer would have said yep. lives are at risk. And I have to think that this was not, oh, man, that guy blew a red light or didn't stop at the stop sign. That officer had to see in his mind, if I don't do something, other lives are at risk. And, and it, it takes me back to, I hate doing this, the uh, the scene in, uh, in Spider-Man when he let the bad guy go after he robbed the uh, the wrestling event, and then that bad guy ended up killing his uncle. So this is the kind of yeah. situation you're going through. You're like, well, you know what? I got my kid in the car, and I don't want to take that risk. But then, you know, that that's the first thing that comes to my head. If I don't do something, how do I know they're not going to crash into my wife down the street, you know? Exactly. And he was also, one of the convictions that he had was for fleeing. Right. So... Obviously, we're, we're looking at a reckless operation of a vehicle with that. You can't charge him with the aggravated fleeing in Florida because that has to be a marked car. Right. Uh, but, but he was convicted of the fleeing. So that's that sheds a little light on what he was doing to first uh, come to the officer's attention. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, like you said, it's that judgment call. It's that balancing act of, uh, you know, what am I going to risk for versus the, the safety of others? Absolutely. You know, and again, you know, there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop. Mike, you know that as well as I. Uh, we've both been in that situation where, you know, you put on the red and blues and all of a sudden, you know, things go south really, really quick. And you got to make that decision. And, you know, he got shot multiple times through the windshield. Yeah. And like I said, then, you know, he didn't just shut it down. He took the fight to the bad guy. And again, that's another thought that's going through his mind is, okay, now all these other people are in danger because they're shooting. If I just shut down, what else is going to happen? Correct. Correct. So, you know, and reading the article as I was, as you know, digesting the words, he was saying things. I'm like, wow, this guy sounds like a soldier. He's, he's saying all the things a soldier says. And then it gets in there and he says, well, it, it's and a, he is. Yeah. It says the army veteran. Yeah. So, cause those are, I mean, listen, we'll bring the fight to you, you know, and coward, you know, that's the, those are, those are army words, you know? So, uh, you, you know yeah, that, and, all, and all, all our brothers and sisters that have worn the military uniform, they know the same words. Um, hey, Major, we got about four minutes left. There was another topic you wanted to bring up if we had the time, and we've got a few minutes left. But yes, uh, this one is right in your backyard, uh, involving a uh, firefighter paramedic with the Orlando Fire Department who was fired after he videotaped uh, a, a patient that they responded to. Uh, it turned out this patient uh, turned out to be a city commissioner. Right. Uh, and, you know, the he recorded it because uh, he said that the commissioner was making a lot of uh, accusations about the, the firefighters and their treatment uh, when they went there. Yeah, and, this, this city commissioner is a, uh, let's see, can't, can't have a satellite radio moment. Uh, I'll call them a butt clown. How about that? We'll call them a butt clown. <laughs> They're a no-talent butt clown and decided to show their butt, and this fireman decided, you know what, I need to need to cover my own butt here, and so they started recording. Right, and he was terminated uh, for violation of uh, patient privacy. Now, yeah, under the HIPAA statutes, yes. Yes, yes. Now, I would have to defer to Kevin for the legalities of it, but if he didn't release this video... Yeah, I, I like I said, I don't know. Kevin would be more versed on that than I would. Yeah, Kevin, of course, he stepped out for the moment to, to go to the bathroom, so we'll have to get it from him when we get back. But, um, you know, there was there was uh, there's some extenuating circumstances uh, with this fireman. Yes, yes. Now, 
he was one of the paramedics that responded to the Pulse nightclub shooting that happened up there. Uh, and he and his partner transported either 13 or 15 of those victims back and forth, uh, going into the scene and, and helping out, which is, yeah. is this a isn't, protocol violation on the fire department. Right. And we're not talking about, you know, drove the ambulance or the rescue unit back and forth to the hospital. We're talking into the scene, bringing out the, the dead and the dying, uh, you know, and going home and having to throw your uniform and your boots away because you're so covered with blood and uh, and and body excrements. Yes. Uh, now, out of all this, uh, the firefighter was named it was one of the state of Florida 2017 firefighters of the year. Right. Uh, which was extremely prestigious. It's a very good, an very great award. That, yeah. Yes, but then hour after that, after the award. He was terminated one uh, hour after he gets the award that he's the fireman of the year in the state or one of them. He gets terminated. Yes. Uh, now, evidently, he was having a lot of PTSD issues. He went to his agency, went to his supervisors, told him that his claim is that he wasn't getting any help for it. Uh, yeah, listen, course, if, if you don't, is, right, if you don't understand PTSD, you know, he, his his he's hypersensitive at this point. You know, everything that's going on around him. So maybe, you know, this commissioner is, you know, just your average no talent but clown. Uh, and it's the kind of call that you would routinely handle. But that's not how you see it when you have an untreated hypersensitivity PTSD issue going on. This is becoming a, a, a real world life and death situation for him. And he's asked his agency for help and they've done nothing. Absolutely. Uh, and again, the segues in, you know, to our silly season. Please, 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 brothers and sisters out there, if you're feeling that way, reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. Give them a call. There's always someone to talk to. You know, don't think that you're in this by yourself because you're not. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, an excellent, excellent point, uh, excellent story. Give me the phone number one more time, and then you'd be safe down there, sir. Well, that is, again, 1-800-273-8255, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Reach out, my friends. Please do that. And all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sick, check your buddy, and always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. 
Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Last segment, every time. Sneaks, Already? Sneaks, t- sneaks, t- sneaks right up. Did you just say ready exercise? <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> you've been training some troops lately, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> haven't you? Uh, yeah, I remember those words. <laughs> Not in English, but I remember <laughs> those words. I didn't realize that was out loud. <laughs> so, were we? Hold on, were we on the air when I... <laughs> No, I'm getting a head shake. Okay, at least it wasn't on the air. So I could have got away with it, but I do want to thank Kevin for calling me on it. So. There's guys out there doing jumping jacks right now. And the Ready? lampshade. Exercise. Oh, my goodness. Oh, listen. I'm going to tell that you know I'm going to tell that story. Lampshade. We got a story, but I'm going to tell that story. When I was, uh, when I was uh, in charge of soldiers, I used to get up to do a safety briefing, and I would have uh, it's a former good friend of ours who's passed on. Uh, and I'll, I'll say his name, Jeff Collins. He was, it, it was an incredible yes. soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff would always be my guy, my my, my, my go-to guy, my behind-the-scenes guy, my uh, my secret planning guy. He, he was your straightener-outner? Exactly right. And we would always get in uh, a new you'd get a new soldier in. Uh, you know, every every time you'd have, every day, every other day, you get a formation, guys are rotating in. At least once a week, some kind of new soldier would rotate through. And as soon as a new soldier would come in, I'd go up front and you'd do your safety briefing. And you would go up front, and I would say, uh, 
I'm pausing here because I'm trying to give this uh, over-the-air language rather than satellite <laughs> moment language. I'm trying, I'm trying to uh, find the right words. I'm not not used to this this I'm, mindset. Could, you, uh, you, could know, you go over there and unblank that guy? Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, paying those yeah. FCC fines. I would uh, I would stand up front and say, uh, you know, put everybody at, at, at rest for a few moments. Everybody standing in position and start the safety briefing. Okay, listen, here's the safety briefing for the week. We're going to have to do this. And you and you point out a soldier, the new soldier, and you go, what is, what is, who is that? What is that guy's name? What is it, Smith? Smith. Fall out rear formation, uh, and and you, what what they'd fall out to the rear formation. You'd start doing your safety briefing. Okay, listen, here's the deal. Uh, don't 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 beat your pets. You know, uh, don't drink in the schoolyard. You know, whatever you were trying to go over and reiterate. With don't them. force someone to drink a cup of tea. That's it. No tea. <laughs> don't they don't want the tea. They wanted the tea to start with. Don't, you don't have the they tea. can say I don't want any more tea. <laughs> That's it. And you, and you can't give them the tea. Uh, and never give tea to an unconscious person. <laughs> no, no. Even though they said they wanted tea before they passed out. Don't no tea, tea while they're unconscious. These are, folks, um, these <laughs> this are is actual, a real briefing. These are actual this military real, safety briefings, briefing. yes. Uh, and now the, the private would be standing at the back of the formation, and you'd be going, private, what are you doing? You know, and you'd call to attention, the lampshade, ready, exercise. And he'd stand there with this look on his face, you're, like you're like like what in the world? And you would just be making exercise names up. The chalkboard, <laughs> ready, exercise. And he would just be what? And then I would call Collins. I would call Jeff. I would go, Jeff, go back there, Sergeant. And, yeah, yes, <laughs> Sergeant, go, go back sort there him out. And, yeah, exactly right. Go sort his his him out. And now everybody else in the company's been through this before. Good save. Good yeah. save. Yeah. I heard that. Everybody in the company has been through this before. And they're standing there trying to keep a straight face, <laughs> all while watching this private try to figure out how to do the baby carriage. Ready, exercise. And he's like, and now Collins would go back there and make these exercises up on the spot. <laughs> They'd be like, where did you come from? You don't know the baby carriage? And he'd just start, and, and everybody else in the formation, and I'd be trying. Who to is get, your DI? I would be trying to get through a fake safety brief, you know. <laughs> Just so the rest of the company was watching this one soldier try to do, you know. The lampshade. The lampshade. Ready, exercise. What in the world is he talking about? So that was. So uh, that was why when he said, ready, exercise, oh, yes, I yes. just couldn't stand it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and immediately the lampshade came to my mind. Yeah, that was one. That's a that's a story I, I have told several times to, to these guys. And it's always the lampshade was one of the ones we started with. Uh, hey, I did get a. A story that came through this day. This is kind of a legal question and kind of a safety question. So okay. it's a perfect question that I want. I want to talk is, to these two fine gentlemen about. Are you legally safe? Man involved in road rage incident shot himself accidentally, according to the sheriff's office. Really? Was it really accidentally, <laughs> or was he just trying to make sure it was going to be a fair fight? It's it. Because well, I'm thinking that may have been a Delta operator, and he looked at this other guy and went. This isn't a fair fight. Yeah. Shot, shot himself in the leg, and then, all right, now we're going to start. The equivalent of, I could beat you with my hands tied behind my back. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I could beat you with, and the, you know with what? a leg wound. And you know what? That will stop a road rage argument <laughs> instantaneously. <laughs> yeah. When a guy shoots himself and then says, all right, come on, mm, I'm leaving. If you're tough enough to shoot yourself, I don't want none of, yeah. none of that Kick knife me fight. In the chimney, you know? I don't want none of that knife fight. You win. I quit. That's 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 the ultimate Rochambeau. Yeah, yeah, it's the ultimate Rochambeau. <laughs> keep the duck. You just keep uh, the duck. Uh, authority said two people stopped near the avenue of uh, you know Third and Main, got out of their vehicles and began to argue this past Sunday. Deputy said one of the men pulled out a gun because he felt threatened, and accidentally shot himself in the leg. 
The man's injuries are not life-threatening. Since the man legally possessed the gun and shot himself, authorities likely won't be char- or authorities say he likely won't be charged. No, because well, cause that's just too embarrassing to arrest a guy for. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I wonder if he's going to press charges on himself. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then default, <laughs> and then pay everything he makes from then on will be compensatory damages he doesn't have to pay taxes on. Yeah, I know three lawyers are already still doing time for that. <laughs> for that, so IRS went. That's a great idea. Turn around and put your hands behind your back. Now I read this story, and one of the questions that I came up with was, um, uh, "What happened to the other guy?" If you, so, if the, if if the victim shoots himself, the bad guy doesn't get charged. No, no, no. He's <laughs> laughing so hard yeah, that he got hit by a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This one shot himself. That one got hit by a car. We're going to call this even Steven, and everybody can go home. Yeah. I'm not doing the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> I, can you imagine going home and having to tell somebody in your family, listen, I got in a road rage incident today, and the other guy shot himself. <laughs> huh? huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> he pulled a gun and shot himself. So does that mean I won the fight? Yes. Yeah, like, he gave me a duck. Is that a Jedi mind it's, trick it's, that you I get don't know. somebody to I shoot yourself left. in the leg? That's... Or I, don't, we, I don't have that kind of ninja powers. I can't do that. We we got a we got a couple of minute, minutes left here. Uh, how about some nice quick safety tips on holsters and finger placement? <laughs> <laughs> Keep your booger hook off the bang switch. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> quick and exactly simple. Right. I when when you first started talking this article, uh, immediately I started hearing uh, somebody that I I follow a lot of their training in involving firearms and cars. You either shoot. Or drive. You don't try to do both. But then you went into the article and he, he got out of the car. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, this is clearly a guy that doesn't practice his draw stroke or anything like that. Just just a little bit I know about this guy, Earl. I'm not sure that the vehicle was stopped or parked when he tried to get out. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no this telling. Guy, yeah, this guy no doesn't seem like he's got all the – he's playing with a full deck there, you know. Uh, so that's, that's – No, wow. he's at least one round short of a magazine. Yeah, 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 it yeah, is exactly. now. Yeah, 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 there you go. But yeah. the um, when you you don't put your finger on the trigger until you're ready to put the bullet downrange. Correct. Uh, I could tell you, uh, I've seen multiple times guys out training or doing whatever, doing physical activity, and they've got not even the finger on the trigger, but laying next to the trigger. Oh yeah. And then they trip, mm-hmm. or they stumble, or they get startled by a loud noise and expect somebody else to shoot. And you know what happens? They bang! Tense. Yep. They tense, pull the trigger, and it goes bang. Oh, yes. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if that's what happened here, but you just don't do it. Don't even lay it on the side. Don't even, right. where's that trigger? Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, mm-hmm. nope. That's what the trigger guard's there for. You lay it right outside there. Uh, we got a good friend. In fact, we got a good picture we'll post up online here of a gentleman who, when he touches his firearm, he touches it so much to lay his finger on the side of it. He's actually got like a, a little wear mark in the side of his SIG where you can see he lays his finger on there because he never touches the trigger. He lays it up along the side of the, the lower receiver there, the frame of the gun. Mm-hmm. So and, and I'll post that picture up here in a few minutes. Great. Now i got to find that one. Oh, I, 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 got, I, just got it, I just saw it the other day. So, okay. So we'll get it. So listen, the uh, lesson here, Earl said it. Practice, practice your draw stroke. That's for sure. Maybe that's it. Maybe when he pulled it out, he shot himself in the leg as he was coming across his own, that's, own body. That's yeah. entirely Maybe possible. Maybe he was wearing a nylon holster. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, that's rule number yeah. two right there. Is uh, don't friends don't let friends wear nylon holsters. Yeah, if he if he got into a hole, you know, he, he's already behind the the power curve in my opinion right. of getting into a road raid incident, pulling over the side of the road and get out and arguing somebody. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. If something like that happens, I mean, if it's something that warrants calling law enforcement. Don't get out of your car. Just keep going. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
Drive to the police station. Well, why exactly. use a firearm when you have a 3,000-pound bullet? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. exactly, right. exactly. Folks, you, thanks for joining us today. We've had a, we've had a really good program. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Appreciate your comments. Appreciate your uh, your your email your emails, your Facebook calls while we're on the uh, it's a Facebook message, I guess, while we're here on the air. But uh, please, please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Don't let strippers move into your house, and we'll see you next week. Tech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.